Yeah, introduce um, it. Let us know who you are, what this is, like what you want to like, what's it for? I love Who's it. it for? Yeah. <laughs> Kick it off. You're the best. You're like, I'm supporting you. I'm your assistant. Yeah. No, it's your first. This is dude. This is the inaugural podcast of it is. the flip side, the grand coincidence, whatever you decide to call it. God, I love that you're running with that. How funny was that random take of dude, the great coincidence? It's perfect. Because then it's like the interconnection of all these things together. Right. I like it. That, that's I like what, it too. There was a tweet yesterday about um, getting in the flow and like mapping all the coincidences together. I'm like, this is like what I do every day. I'm like, this is like normal life for me, like sports. What's happening? What the hell? I'm like, I don't follow NBA or anything. So it's no clue. Yeah. Yeah. He's you're over there crunching numbers. But yo, okay. so let's start this off. So welcome to the very first episode of the flip side. I've been wanting to do this for years. And I think how beautiful that we get algorithm in the house to start this off big, start this off right. Um, but yeah, everything I've always wanted to talk about and which I've talked about in spaces before or talked with friends and family is just anything metaphysical. If you can't tell, this kind of is like a metaphor for my brain is behind me. It's a little bit of a clusterfuck of information and knowledge and wanting to learn more. So today, let me kick it off with algorithm. It's your boy. I'm so excited. And please give everybody a little bit of a background of who you are and what you do. Hey, wow. Uh, <laughs> who I am and what I do. Starting it off. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I did user experience consulting for a while, kind of like web stuff, basically sitting at the middle of like all these businesses would fail, these giant mm-hmm. monoliths. And I would go in and figure out how to like re-architect the whole thing, the business, the ops. I would go through the design side and I just kind of learned how to troubleshoot patterns. And then, you know, after 2017, 2018, it got to a point where it was becoming a commodity and I was seeing what was happening because the rates were dropping. Mm-hmm. And unless you had like an MBA, you couldn't really, you couldn't get to the CEO. You couldn't get to the board level very easily. And so I'm like, okay, do I spend a quarter million dollars for a two-year piece of paper for something that's dying? See, you hear the church bells? Probably can't hear it, but like. I can't, but I metaphor, you know, I, there you go. It's the, the pattern. The synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. The, the thing now is basically what I do is digital transformation for the exponential age. And when people talk about digital transformation, they think of this stupid, expensive tech spend and big data and like the World Economic Forum and all these high expensively paid consultants. And it's not that. It's the idea that we're moving from atoms to bits back to atoms again. We are rematerializing physical stuff out of digital information except over the next 20 years, we're going to be encoding consciousness into the data. So it's going to become alive. So all this information people are creating on TikTok, on YouTube, on Facebook, they're literally creating digital twins, digital selves of them. So as the people who have the real money, the, the, the hundred millionaires and up, they're trying to go to immortality and create you know, their own nirvana, but they're going to be trapping everybody else in parallel. And that's kind of what's going on. That's the exponential age part. So yeah. there's two big kind of chunks. I mean, this, it's a lot. So, but it's, <laughs> it's not easy to kind of like break down and explain what the hell's going on. But my specialty is like design, security, economics, and cycles, and kind of weaving it all together, mm-hmm. and then trying to figure out how do you find, fund, and train the future change agents of the world to kind of give them the tools and the know-how and kind of teach them how to read and operate and kind of force multiply change. So that's kind of it at a high level. 
Right. And what's so interesting is you've briefly talked about the the bits and the atoms and the, the particles. I'm getting this wrong right now um, <laughs> in our spaces. And I know that, you know, if we really like when you just said that, I'm sure it's 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 almost a bit terrifying to think about now and the space and time that we're at thinking of data becoming alive and this whole iRobot thing and science fiction thing that we've grown up with in movies and any other type of media genre that's kind of led to this place and to notice that it's actually happening it can be a bit scary (laughs) Uh, yeah well it's because it's fundamentally about change and a lack of control and right. That, that's why doing the podcast today, when you have uh, Neptune, Jupiter, and Venus in Pisces, it's the ultimate surrender to the universe kind of placement. Because what, what, what happens is like you have every sign in astrology has a ruler, a modern and like an ancient ruler. So Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces. Jupiter expands. It's boundless or not boundless. It's uh, not boundless, but it's about truth i want to learn something through the experience of what it is but eventually you get the truth out of it and the neptune is the boundless um planet so when jupiter and neptune come together they happen every 12 years but it's like every 168 years in pisces Mm. it's the last cycle that this was was the salem witch trial and the civil war so that's kind of what's going on and yeah in the background and venus isn't together with those two she's very early in pisces but venus in neptune sorry venus in pisces is like she's in her summer house she's Mm. it's called exaltation so there's a lot of power and people are going to be either really delusional doing like addictive shit like drugs and all that like you can have crazy prophetic dreams but just be really careful right now because like we were just talking earlier Mm -hmm. there's a shooting that happened in new york Mm. which is crazy on a subway and the, the first thing you read is like guy in gas mask with gun, like it's just like so they're gonna outlaw gas masks in New York probably now to try and keep you even like crazier and less secure. So it it is insane. But part the, the real challenge is how do we find a way to build bridges between old and new and mm-hmm. like the physical and the virtual or like the digital and the analog? Right. Because right. All the kind of protest movements that happened the last two years, it was you have to think this way. That's mm. the the very authoritarian side of Aquarius. It's monolithic. It's only one thought. Everyone has to do it. And we're all homogenous. We're all just fucking robots, essentially. But there has to be how we all unique individuals that can kind of like weave this, you know, really interesting kind of like pseudo alien network. That's so interesting that you said that that's an Aquarius thing, because I've always felt like I was more on maybe the diplomatic side, but I do I do understand that rigidness where we're fixed signs and who we are is who we are. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. Because they're Aquarians are the ones who ask questions people can't answer. So right. They're, they're stubborn because they're like, well, I fucking know. Like, look at all the books behind me. It's like, do you, do, you, do you think I don't read? Like, come on. But the funniest thing, too, is like, I, you know, as a mirror. So, like, when I'm interacting with other Aquariuses, Aquarii. sometimes. Aquarius, right? I was thinking, I was like, is it Aquarius or Aquarii? Other Aquarii. Sometimes when you meet someone that is so rigid and just so annoying, for lack of a better time. Really? Do I do this? What? It's like the mirror being held up and it's like, okay, I don't want to be like that because sometimes it is like, can you please look just a little bit over here and see what you're missing? Like, just see what you're missing. And I think that that's such a cool metaphor when you just said that that is like a time 
thing of the the age of Aquarius. That was the whole two years. Hey, rigidness. Look We're over here. Saturn is still in Aquarius, which is Saturn yeah. is the ancient ruler of Aquarius. Uranus is the modern ruler. Uh-huh. That's you have like kind of like alien electronic is like the um, the Uranus part, but Saturn is like yeah. the old rigid fixed. It's air like the the dad, you know that that rigid father, right? Isn't that yeah. how rigid it's kind dad of dad who worked in intelligence? <laughs> Love it, the CIA agent. Wow, exactly. <laughs> this is why I've always loved the X Files. What a perfect show for me. It's like both sides of my personality. No wonder I love it. But yeah, so, okay, briefly too, we didn't even get into the part. You said that you were, you know, basically looking at patterns, but this has led into you being an astrologer now. Um, And that was actually, right, right. I'm like hyper rational and because I'm reverse engineering process and systems, but I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, there are some kind of variables that are just missing into what's going on. So it's like learning how to, tap into your intuition and kind yeah. of just like feel your way through it. Like you can put me in the middle of New York city and point me to North and I'll still have no sense of direction. Mm. You can give me this like holographic hall of like mirrors, mind maze. And I'm like, Oh, just go this way. And like, I can navigate. Easily. Right. It's like the more simple the task is the, the more you overthink it. And then the yes. more extreme you're like, I'm easy to know. Na- yeah. This, this worked totally. for my brain. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've only, I've been into kind of like the metaphysical and astrology side for a while, but I didn't really get into it until meditation teacher training Mm. uh, at the end of 2017. And the meditation teacher I was studying with, he was pairing up with his friend and she was a yoga instructor. So this is for yoga instructors. Okay. We go to class. They all look like women I've dated in the past, the past like (laughs) decade. So I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't do a yoga yet. So it was like a yoga, advanced yoga instructor training to bring meditation into yoga. It was like being a little bro- consummate little brother all over again. It was weird. But I was like, look, I don't do yoga, but I can do, I had a bunch of books. I had tarot cards and I had, you know, charts. So I started right. reading and I started getting the confidence to do it that way. And then I started looking at eclipses and kind of like how you time things. And then I was applying that to like financial markets and seeing what was going on. Cause I'm like, this is like a giant, freaking casino and doesn't make any sense right now and i don't want to get fleeced so anyway it was it was a way to kind of collapse signal from all the noise and kind of get meaning out of kind of what's really happening on like an individual and like a collective Mm -hmm. level at the same time because i kind of go from like macro to micro really quick yeah i i can see that that side in in me as well (laughs) where um you know sometimes it's almost just hard to humanly put yourself in all realms at all at all times i think meditation for me has definitely helped integrate the two but i definitely felt like there was more of an earthly realm side of me and then there i would go through these patterns for lack of a better term of where i'd be like so in the ether so into this metaphysical stuff that maintaining just homeostasis in the earthly realm was very hard yeah. So it's all about intertwining and like make, you know, it's almost like the DNA helix where thing it's two sides and they, they wrap around. That's like the visual that I'm getting right now, but yeah, that's it. I'm glad I'm, I'm not the only one. No, um, no, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think all the, well, not all, but a lot of Aquarius people are going to, they've been feeling called in some way. And yeah. they're like, I don't know what the hell's kind of going on or kind of what's happening, but you know, we were talking about this, I think a couple of weeks ago where right. the people who are kind of just like in their flow and their true residents of who they are, they're kind of just like figuring it out and they're kind of moving. And it's not like easy, but mm-hmm. you just, you kind of have the sense of just like, okay, I know I'm 
going in the right direction. I don't know right. what the end goal is, but it's like I'm meeting people who are cool. We're on the same wavelength. There's no bullshit. It's not like, like even dating now, I'm like, I'm like, people don't want to open up. People are so like mm. guarded and I get it because of like post BLM and getting yeah. canceled and like woke, what, whatever, whatever you want to do is fine. Like Aquarius, yeah. I don't give a shit. Aquarius is like, look, the weirder the better. Honestly, it's fine. But right, right. Really, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, that's cool. Like bring that out. Yeah. Like we've had two years of this bullshit. That's what I keep th- saying is that like, just, just say something that I haven't heard, please. It's so refreshing. And that's why totally. I've loved like meeting you and, and Sam and, and talking to Dre too. And all of our spaces is because you guys, it's like, okay, oh, it's cool. Totally serendipitous. Right. And just no filter. Okay, cool. And if something is maybe a rough thought or whatever, we don't have to say, wow, you suck. Get out of here. <laughs> You yeah, know, no, it's more it's, of like we're having the conversation and it's flowing and cool. We all have opinions. That's that's part of the beauty of the human experience. Right. Like we're all different. And and that's the weird, I think, misunderstood part of the, like a, like a, 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 a more balanced Aquarian nature. It's like mm-hmm. getting to the truth. Right. Sextiles right. are sextiles, uh, trines with Libra and Gemini. They're all air signs. So it's like what what's really going on? And it's like, how do you find the best people? And then figure out kind of like how to combine all that really weird, unique right. knowledge to see in different ways. Like Alex, like, dude, like Alex Jones, he's fucking crazy conspiracy theory guy. But when I found out he was an Aquarius like, too. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't not mean to cut you off. But when I found yeah. out he was an Aquarius too, I was like, oh yeah, totally makes sense. I mean, should we like post MK Ultra Aquarius? You know, what I mean, who knows? But like, oh my God, frogs. But I, I want to have his read me books, read me audio books, because <laughs> I would pay attention. I'd be like getting screamed at with all this crazy knowledge or just, I don't know. Someone needs to make a speech synthesizer. Of that. I would absolutely love that. And I, you know, speaking of this, I don't mean to go off, off grid of where we're going right. with this conversation, but I, speaking of Alex Jones, like there is no grid. Right. So when you sent me that video, so algorithm sent me a video uh, last night that I just saw this morning and I was like, wow, I love waking up to Alex Jones voice talking about how demonic following Justin Bieber is. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I love <laughs> the, the idea of censorship, which we've talked about before. And this whole like two years thing is like, everything has been so rigid, cancel everybody, censorship, whatever. I'm at this point where that video you sent me was so refreshing because censorship to me is not only something that goes against like what I believe is okay, but it's also boring. It is so boring to censor everything. I'm like, oh my God, like what a way to get people off of your apps, Twitter, Instagram, everything. It's like, bring back the weirdos. This is why people love TikTok. I've actually talked about this with friends who are not necessarily in the metaphysical space at all, but there are so many weirdos on TikTok right now. And it's, fun you know you go on and it's like wow people have my same sense of humor like things are weird they're bizarre i see why it's got such a uh trajectory at this point because instagram and twitter what does everybody say it's like well if we are you know shadow banned off of this platform for saying anything it's like well my friends aren't here anymore i don't why why am i on here you know, and it's like, that's why I start to see everybody kind of flock to TikTok because it's the weirdos are out right now is why the app is thriving. And on Instagram today, too, I saw that this this one account that talks about holistic uh, home births canceled. 
deleted. Why? Why? It's so boring. I don't, I don't want to see the same crap all the time. That's why I want to see things that are different and interesting. Like get me off of your platform sooner if you're going to censor things, you know, like what am I doing here? I never got on TikTok because everyone I've talked to was like, I just lost like four hours. And I'm like, that's a thing too. And, and I, well, it's, it's cool in a sense that you can find things, but it, it's like, I, I've done one job where I had to go on site <clears throat> at Facebook for like a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they literally, I have notes from one of the projects where they, uh, they hack viral loops. It's called like, they literally call it viral loops. And so you remember with, coronavirus they had the little r not score mm. like they literally manufacture contagion they want to have exponential growth because they, they put ads in front of it so it means more money mm-hmm. and they want to so it's crazy and if you look at like they, they beta test in australia and new zealand because at the very beginning of the time wow clock, yeah and it's just big enough to get a solid sample set and so where do all this crazy shit happen is new zealand and australia so it's wow. kind of like these things are all following but the war now is being fought with bits, yeah. bits of information, not bombs. And so if you think right. about how little data TikTok needs to start finding you really good things, and it's basically a CCP run company, right. it's you, you're, the war is about your mind and it's about consciousness. Right. Cause it's like back to the whole 2017 MBA uh, thing. Yeah. I had a little bit of cash and I'm like, okay, I can invest. And I was like, I can't fucking put the money in this market because it's a giant, uh, I don't know how to bet. I'm not a good gambler. I don't like gambling. I'm like <laughs> really big measured bets on things that I'm like, okay, this is going to go like hit a thousand X or it's not going to go at all. Right. And I was like, okay, what really is value? I'm like, it's time, it's energy, it's your mind, it's your health and it's relationships. Cause if everything else goes away and we don't have money in like 20 or 30 years, like who's going to give a fuck. Right. And it's like, you know, how, what can you do? Like, no one's going to care about your affiliation or your degree or where you came from. It's, who are you now and what are you able to kind of like do with what you have in the knowledge? Yeah. So, but I, I do, I am intrigued by TikTok as a mechanism to proliferate a podcast mm-hmm. because if it's going to help find the right people, then maybe it is the right way to do it. It's just, dude, it takes so much time to do production for all these God, things. All of these things. That's what I'm noticing too. It's just all of the time that content creation takes it's not for the week because you really do like you said you could lose four hours it's like you have to be so disciplined in your routine to where okay from this time to this time i'm just producing content and then i'm posting and then i need to get off go do all the other things that is going to make me function as a human exactly (laughs) so it it is it's right right it's very um it is time consuming, like you're talking about where we're, it's the, our value now is being associated with bits and bots, like you said. So if everybody wants to be uploaded into this world, I guess, then we're already kind of there. The new thing is that the economy is about attention. It's not dollars anymore. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the dollar was backed by gold. Now it's basically backed by a social contract that we pay taxes for a strong military and strong rule of law. Abolish taxes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just I mean, had to put my taxes money in. From the Fed, why not at this point? <laughs> right. Like <laughs> me, just, I just, sorry, that was just a very personal thing because I just did my taxes <laughs> yesterday and just, I want to see it abolished in my lifetime. This is my new oh, thing. Yeah. This is my new quest. When you start making a little bit of money, they've, 
they, it goes to 40, 50% pretty fast. And you're like, what the hell? Like half my stuff is getting taken away. Like, what is, what does this go to? Right. Come on. Like, and I don't see any roads being fixed. You know, everybody likes to use that argument. It's like, it goes to fix, the, it goes to fix the roads. It goes to fix the cities. No, it doesn't. Like, neither do my parking tickets. None of this is going to fix anything. So that, 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 that's the part I wanted to segue into is that yes, please. Every, everybody's insolvent right now, especially the cities. All these old bonds, all this old debt, all these municipal market funds, like they're not worth anything. And if you look at how they're actually constructed, it's just like another, it's not a Ponzi scheme, but it's, it's, um, it's fake. It's a giant magic trick, right? I, yeah. I don't know. I could go off on like a jillion tangents about all this, but it's. I mean, you could. You do have the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try and maintain some some level of like continuity and consistency. Right. I try that too, but sometimes you just have to derail. You just have to. <laughs> That's the other thing too is like talking to people who are like really ready. Like I have to schedule my time. Like how the fuck do you schedule anything right now? I'm like. Some things aren't open. Some things don't wear masks. Some what you wear a mask. Some like inflation's going crazy. I'm like, yep. I don't even want to go out to eat because it's like twenty dollars for like uh, you know a stupid egg McMuffin sandwich or something at like you know. Yeah, and what's hilarious too because because of the supply chain, I've been noticing, and this has been a thing. I, I think just recently I've noticed that I've been getting higher quality food, but for this period of time, what am I paying for? This food tastes bad. It doesn't taste the same. Something's it's going on. On on docks or in containers, and it's taking right. to go through the system. This is what's happening. This is what I think is happening in Shanghai right now. Oh yes, please go into that. Down. Yeah, I think it's about artificial supply chain constriction versus mm. actual COVID stuff. What's going right. on? Uh, agreed. And this is what, uh, not to derail you again. Sorry. I just no, get no, no, so no. excited when you talk because like <laughs> during, during the spaces and again, when I first started talking to algorithm in our spaces, which was such a cool coincidence, the grand coincidence like we were talking about is that that one night that we, that Dre and I started those life in the matrix spaces, you and Sam and all these cool people that we still have maintained um, friendships with hopped on randomly. I don't even know how it happened. Um, this crazy, like Indian mystic, like Buddha in the making kind of guy. 100%. He, he'll message me and he goes, Alex, I've got homework for you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Like he's, I, I feel so honored when he will message me. He's like, I feel like your soul is at the level where I could tell you this. And I'd be like, so <laughs> amazing. I'm trying. You've upgraded and evolved. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. He's so great. Um, but yeah, well, speaking of this whole manufactured crisis that we've been basically talking about before it became a mainstream thing, it was, you know, we had our little niche group where we were all like, Hey, something weird is going on. It's not what you think it is. Um, but that's exactly like why I've kind of fallen off on looking at news in general, just because totally. my mind over the past two years, we were so involved. And after a while, you're like, I just have to do me for a bit because there's always going to be something. But when is it that you transfer back into to looking at the worldly problems? Because yeah, you don't want to just be complicit in things happening. So this thing with Shanghai, I've, I've truthfully not even looked into, but I, I've been looking at it very briefly is, I guess, what I mean. Um, and seeing it, it, it just all looks from my side. I don't know if that's because the last two years I've been looking at all this stuff, but it looks so manufactured and so just ridiculous at this point because 
again, I'm, I'm taking med classes, which I've talked to you about. Um, but just looking at any type of COVID virus that, that mutates and changes over time, it never mutates to become worse. Like right. this is something that people don't understand is like a virrus does not mutate to become this stronger and badder bogeyman. Yes, it's just going to like <clears throat> naturally trail off. So I, I'm when I saw that they were in lockdown, I was like, what are we doing? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's something else going sense. on. Yeah. Like, China is a net importer of like almost everything. Yeah. And if supply chains get cut off to them. Mm -hmm. then they potentially might have a civil war. And so if you go back two years or even pre-COVID, when they took over Hong Kong, I remember being on Twitter at like 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. watching the protests because they would people would just post stuff live and yeah. I would see how like the tactics and the tactical gear on like both sides would change. And I was like, holy cow, this is totally like a new kind of guerrilla asymmetric kind of warfare. But then you would also see like, oh, you can tell who's really in charge and kind of what's going on. I'm like, this is a giant beta test. Mm -hmm. Like they're testing to see how to, you know, and then you look at like New York and LA, what happened with all the riots in like 2020 totally makes sense. So I think yep. Shanghai is like the 10 X. It's not, it's like alpha now because they can right. maintain Shanghai and all the, the, with the kind of virtual panopticon of like the social credit score and all the cameras, right. and the drones, then they can roll out total control. If there's ever any kind of a protest. And I was thinking, I'm like, what if people are starting to meet in person without cell phones? And uh -huh. this is part of what they're also cracking down on is like, right. you know, everyone's getting locked down like crazy right now. Like we're going bananas. Right. And that I can't remember. Um, of course, I, I love sci-fi, but I can't remember if it was a Bradbury. It was probably Bradbury. Um, but, you know, one of his short stories or, or some sort of science fiction story that I read, it, it, it was that it was... Um, you know, you cannot go out of your house. It's those little drones and the helicopters that will find you and say, someone's out of their house. Someone's out of their house. And that's exactly what's happening. Where very Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Very Ray Bradbury. I, I think it was one of his short stories. Um, and it's exactly what's happening where, cause I've thought about that too, before, you know, when we were talking about the, the digital, um, what is it? Sorry. The, uh, digital pa passport, the vaccine passport. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, well, what happens if I don't have a smartphone? You know, what if I don't have the money to have that smartphone and I can't carry it on my phone? Or and somebody, one. somebody told me everything, that. everything. Yep. Yep. So they, so that was actually happening. I, I believe in Japan, somebody said is that if you don't have the proper technology, there you go, they'll give it to you and you have to carry it around. Um, Crazy. So it, it's very, that's the stuff for me, just because I love my anonymity. I love to just be human and not have people know where I am or anything like that. Um, I believe that, you know, that's a basic human right. It's very scary to know that, oh, okay, I'm just walking down the street and some sort of drone is like, there's Alex Filipowski. And it's like, that, that come was part on. of what I was thinking. Like, if you're ever on camera, you should assume that it's not just tracking, tracking people, but also right. trying to understand like what you're feeling, like what your emotional quotient is. Right. And so I'm like, okay, the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, are they taking your, like your walk gait, like how you kind of move and pairing that to your face with a mask on. So they're like de-anonymizing you. And now your phones are so powerful that it could do it for you on your cell on, on the phone, solve it, and then send the information back to kind of like the mothership. And then I'm thinking like, is the front facing camera looking at like the iris and the pupil to see if your eyes dilate when you're looking at ads and posts and it's, re-engineering the algorithm in real time i mean this stuff is not 
hard to do. It just takes a little bit of code and, and time. And the, the thing I wanted to get into too, the other segue about like the bits and bombs and the economy of attention is that the old consumption model, the last 500 years, like post Dutch East India trading company doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore because there are less young people than there are old people. So having mm. demographics where you have right. more youngins paying into the old people, that's breaking down. There's only a few countries in the world that have that. And so like, we're about to have a population implosion, not a population overcrowding. That's bullshit. What you hear, you know, look up uh, Peter Zahan. He's, he's interesting. He talks a lot about this. He's like mm. the one guy or one, one of a few people that talk about China is going to implode by the end of the decade, mostly because of wow. What's going on? So, what is the only real infinitely renewable resource? It's data, it's mm. information. Everyone's creating all this stuff. So, all of a sudden, you're going to see data backed bonds and new kind of derivatives that, whether it's your genetic information or you know what you're doing over the past <laughs> year, that's going to become the new asset class. And this is why you're seeing every country trying to roll out their own social credit score because they want to revamp their banking system. So everyone getting into mm. Bitcoin and shit, Bitcoin's a fucking bomb. Bitcoin is not, Bitcoin's going to yeah. be Swift 2.0. Like, I've said this a lot, people get pissed off, but you can engineer 51% attack and you can change the code base and they're like, you can just get it back. And I'm like, you don't understand. If you lever dollars against this thing and you give it a heart attack, you shock the whole system and everything implodes and you destroy the system, you might recover Bitcoin in 10 minutes, but everything's done. It's like, you've already launched the nuke. And and all the mining is consolidated. What happened last year? China got rid of all the mining equipment. Elon oh, Musk wow. had Elon Gate. Oh, yeah. It's all here now. It's all in the U.S. So I'm like, did they put fucking malware in the mining gear and then wow. ship it off to the U.S. so it can backhack all the other miners in their bigger mines? I'm like, no one's thinking about how you move laterally and how you chain these asymmetric attacks together. But well, this, this Sorry, I... <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean because now I'm thinking because that was my initial thought, too, is like, if anything, um, I, I actually don't remember what account it was, but this was maybe two years ago, three years ago, and it was a very random tweet and somebody was talking about what is a way to be unhackable in the computer science space and somebody responded, they were like, well, I am a hacker, I'm a data analyst, whatever, Um and they were saying, we literally, the only way is to go back to analog. Like there is literally no way to be completely unhackable, untraceable, blockchain, whatever. It's not a thing. And that has stuck with me since then, because that was before I kind of knew anything about crypto. Um, I've made some investments here and there, but it's always been in the back of my head because I'm like, I'm not going to be that person who puts everything in here just in case. Like it could be a fun thing for now, whatever. Um but that's what that's what I was thinking is like, even it, this whole thing of like, oh, blockchain is so good. It's nobody can penetrate it, whatever. How? It's a computer. There's always going to be somebody that can get in there. It, and it, now you're, just, you're validating that. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the data hasn't been modified from the past, but you can still hack a sensor and the sensor can record bad data. And I, I went to Ethereal conference in 2016. 17 it was it's okay. run by consensus it's like uh ethereum ethereum they run there that's like the coin it's associated with gotcha the joke was <clears throat> how many accidental millionaires were there walking around and they're all like we're gonna take over the world we're gonna do this and that i'm like dude if you guys read history like the banking system is how you control people and they're not just gonna give up power i'm like yeah. they're here and they're like learning how to subvert i'm like 
And it was just this kind of Neptunian haze, kind of pre-Neptunian haze. I'm like, okay. And I, I didn't get into it because at that time, it felt like crypto was at the railroad boom, mm, but where the yeah. railroads were when they were fighting over rail gauges, like mm. how thick the track was, how far, like, no one gives a shit about that. It's just how big is your network, right? right. So I'm like, I don't want to be that low level and kind of get caught in the weeds of just, you know, the personalities and the, t- I was like, okay, there's something bigger here that you have to figure out because dude, even the beginning of 2020, Saturn, Pluto conjunction and Capricorn literally destroyed the old system of the old way. The last time that happened was a Protestant reformation, like 15, 16, 15, 18, right? Other parallels we can get into. But Please do. Sorry, I love this part because algorithm has brought this up before, and he'll he'll explain like, oh, right now, um, it's like the same witch <laughs> trials. Like all of this is the same chart. It's all astrology. happening at once. All these cycles are converging at one. It's like wow. multi thousand year patterns, all collapsing into one new kind of like wormhole, and that's why it just feels so weird right now. Right. What was I? Oh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So I'm. The joke was. I'd be at Whole Foods with two tactical packs, one over the front of me, one in the back and two bed. And then I'd be getting fucking like canned foods of like beans and rice. And when I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, you're not paying attention to what's going on. They're like what? And like three days later, it's like, ah, oh, you fucking MBA gets canceled. Everyone's freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> and I talk to these people because right. I go and just read their charts. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, if I can do research and then get some insight out of it, it's an equal exchange. Like everything right. falls right by the universe at that. Cause it's like, you know, the, I guess law of equivalence. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but there's some alchemical thing about it. But it's just so funny because you're like a modern day prophet. It's like, oh, and it's not like I was had this necessary uh, gift of just foresight. It's like, I can just have your birthday and know <laughs> what's going to happen. Well, it's, like, <laughs> well, not you don't know what's going to happen, but it's just interesting to kind of like, it's, it's turning the mirror, but holding in such a way that they're not like right into it. So they freak out. It's gotcha. Kind of, it, it, there's there's like a space you have to kind of create otherwise the wormhole collapses and it destroys itself there you go and that's that's kind of a good metaphor too right now it's like the wormholes just you know whatever i want to find a better term for the elite but i feel like that's the term people um, who have power and control by hacking the monetary system essentially there you go all of these people i feel like even though they're creating all these plans. It's almost like what you're talking about. It's imploding on itself in a continual basis. A cycle of monolith. It's history is a story of power and control and the cycle of centralization to decentralization and back. Mm. Right. So even if one idea has to proliferate, everybody has to believe it at some point, there's just too much, you, you get, um, frailty and the system mm-hmm. it becomes weak in some part and that's where it breaks and that's where everything kind of implodes yeah and that's what i think is going to end up happening even if it's not by humans but it might be by like some solar flare or something that kind of just mm-hmm. like wipes out a part of a grid right i mean i don't know there's so much going on that the point i came to especially this past three months with like relationships and work and everything was like mm-hmm. okay sitting and meditating on i surrender all attachment mm-hmm. and expectation of outcome with person with thing with cat with whatever and i'm like okay here it is do whatever if i couldn't do it it's, it's it what did, that, what did that just say get your code or get your guide see your guide the universe is your guide see look at that shit it's all serendipitous oh i didn't even see i can't even see yeah that's so It'll funny pop up ads i just i have a projector in the background and i i, I stream the iss because 
Aquarius. Yeah, why not? <laughs> enjoy, it's like, I feel like I'm in Star Trek every day. It's awesome. I love it. And I was like, I like this blue kind of purple tint you got going on. It's, it's like, it's not it's daylight nice. balance. So it's almost it's, at night. It's, it's nice. It's warm. But during right. the day, I was like, I'm still tweaking my setup too with like my old camera. <laughs> and like, it's it, it, another thing. The tech is like, I love doing this. I went to film school for all this, but it's like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to cut you off because yeah. uh, shout out. We also found out in the space that we are the, we're alma maters of the same college, just different That's years. Scat. Love that. He's like, I went to film school. I was like, I know that school. <laughs> SCAD, you know, SCAD is, if you haven't gone, SCAD is a place where I, I still hang out with people I met there. And this is 20 years ago. It's midnight of the garden of good and evil. The movie is what? Yes. I was like, this place looks weird. I'm like, I like it. And you go there. It's all fucking mad haunted. It's like Castlevania where it's beautiful during right. the day. Right. And at night, every, every building I've lived in has been haunted there. It's supposed to be like Me too. the second Me too. most haunted place outside of like Salem. And they argue, yeah. is it like, what was it? New Orleans or Sa yeah. uh, Savannah? I don't know. Yeah, I, you're right. It's Salem and, and New Orleans and Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's a great place. The school was crazy, but I met great people. Right. There was lots of great resources. I would highly recommend going and checking it out. Um, it's just so funny. And, and please, after this, continue back to the film school thing, because I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I feel like I feel like going to SCAD genuinely. I'm not sure if it was the wormhole kind of thing, the haunted something. thing. There is something where if I had never gone there, I would have. I don't believe I'd be in the same space at all in so many no. different ways, especially metaphysically, because I think I saw things that were of different realms. I'm not kidding. Like, not like straight up what you would believe are ghost or hauntedness or whatever, but just anomalies in the energetic system. You're like, what the fuck? 1000% like wormholes, um, time warps. I felt like I was there in that city. I was there five years total. I felt like Damn. I was there like 10 years, 20 years at the time. And now that I'm away from it, I still have not been back because it's been it was such a weird experience, but, but yeah, I believe it. It's, it's funny because we've connected now on this, like, well, maybe we did go into some sort of different dimension. That's how we circle back and found each other. Savannah, Georgia. It, it was weird. It was kind of cool how we met on a Twitter spaces randomly. I don't know how I found that place. I think I was just listening to different groups. And because you guys were like open, like letting anybody speak if they asked, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm like weird people I can talk to who are actually like open to it. <laughs> And Drew or Dre, whatever his name was, yeah, he, he was he had this crazy like feeling shocked experience. I'm like, dude, let me I'm like, what time you were born? And so right. I just read his chart real time, and everyone was like, what the fuck? And then applying him to what was going on in the world with like the right. macro trends, it was cool. And then Sam was jumping in, kind of bringing it back to kind of like it, that was that was what was so cool. Is I almost felt like, and I think this is why I associate you and Sam together, even though you guys didn't know each other either. It was like Sam came in there and brought this whole like hindu akashic record the, the past has past. yeah the deep past, past. and you like a scholar too the guy's like studied <laughs> i'm like i'm just some fucking guy on the internet <laughs> he's like no, right. no no you have to you know you do passion nods you have to read them and you just say this six times and right right pray yeah. get into it breathe and um yeah he was bringing all this like like ancient knowledge whereas i felt like what was such a cool um is dichotomy the right word it's like the parallel yeah, new Paradox right. And so you there. were bringing like data bits, bots, all of this stuff. And it was like, <laughs> and me and Dre were just sitting there. We were like texting each other in the back. We're like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> I was bringing the Alex Jones and he was bringing yeah. like, you know, the real, uh, what's the guy's name? Trung Siddhartha. Yeah. 
something like that buddha i don't know yeah exactly (laughs) i don't have that kind of depth of knowledge he does with that Uh, i'm learning from both of you guys so don't don't sell yourself short uh yeah you got a lot in there yeah (laughs) a lot in there (laughs) i mean that's why i'm glad and really grateful you had me on as for this first episode too is like i have all these ideas in my head i'm like i have to get it out get it out yeah just and you know, there's no other way than just to get to put it out there. And at some point, if the right people will find you, they will. And, right. you know, it's just like walking around in the physical reality. It's like to being in New York is weird. Like, it's really weird. I don't know if LA yeah. is the same way where I'm like, people still wearing masks walking outside. I'm like, dude, it's sunny. and like 70 and I'm like, it's windy. I'm like, it's it, there. There's like this people got reprogrammed. Mm-hmm. And I don't they think did. they can deprogram at this point. Yeah. It's, it's luckily, um, so we've talked about this before. And what was cool is we were able to share what was happening in both of these cities because it, it just felt so zombie land. Um, and what I've noticed at least personally is that the friends that I didn't know if I was going to keep after all of this, because they were so opinionated and so, um, for lack of a better term, mean and like nasty you know what i mean of it's almost like this whole thing of history repeating itself where it was like jews are nasty and disgusting it's like oh the unvaccinated and nasty exactly yeah and i was like wow i would have never assumed that some of my friends were even on that path um and they can't look at it in this space of it being the same thing as that you know it's just a different costume that this they've dressed this type of human up with, whether it's Jew, unvaccinated, black, whatever you want to say, it's the same concept. And people couldn't look past that. And that was very stressful for me for a while. So I did, you know, go introverted mode. Anyway, long story short, I've kind of seen those friends. It's almost like unhypnotized. Something happened. I swear. It felt like a lot of people were hypnotized. Some of them have woken up. Now I'll go to Trader Joe's and there are some people who at this point I'm like, okay, I feel like you're wearing this mask to show me your political affiliation at this point. Like there's no other thing at at this point that you're showing with me because like it's LA, it's sunny, it's hot. It's what you're talking about. If you actually looked at any of the the news on how this virus was spreading, whatever we don't have to do this. So it's just all interesting. It it did feel like there was a mass hypnosis, which we've talked about. And then somebody snapped their fingers to, to snap some people out. Some of them did. Ukraine is like within a week, it just totally changed. And it was this whole different thing. And, and now everybody has their affiliation and it's like, cool. That showed me again. It's like, whatever you put or dangle in front of a certain personality type, they're just going to grab it. They're going to grab whatever's dangled in front of them. They're going to affiliate with it. And that gives them a sense of purpose and meaning, I guess. That's all I can get. Opposite of truth, too. It's truth is the real right. weapon and the real enemy right now. And getting right. back to like censorship, it's like you can't you can't say that. Actually, it's interesting with TikTok now. Yeah. TikTok might actually be the freest thing you can speak on because it's Chinese yeah. controlled. And they're like, fuck it. Like, let them yeah. destroy the Americans. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy because that's what I've realized is it's the only platform that, like I said, it's like the weirdos are out there. It's like all of us, it's just saying weird stuff, comedians, like all of these things that people um, can't say on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, yeah, it's weird, but it, it, it is rotting our, our brains <laughs> to most of people. I mean, do you think all these lights and all this EMF around here, all this sirens and like everything, 
dude i'm right. like do i want to like a fucking hermit out in the woods right now but i don't want to do that because i like like i like my books right and i, I like my information i know dude right dude speaking of which i've been buying mad books that are like out of print dude I'm doing Love a remote it. viewing class right now too, which is amazing. Yes. Ooh, ooh, please go into this. And also too, like we can just keep talking. Like we've we've gone almost like um to the the thing that I booked you for, you know. But okay. like let's just keep going as long as you you are free. Yeah, so I, can, like, I can do like another 15 minutes or so. Okay, cool. I just want to like, yeah, please go to the remote. Yeah, remote so, viewing. Please go in. Remote, hang on, let me find. <clears throat> the allergies are totally like hitting right now i feel like that's going on over here too it's the allergy time of the year or they've pumped something new <laughs> i don't know right i, I dude, don't get me started on that shit my, my friend he takes pictures of the sky every day he's like look at this shit look at it he's like, right. okay dude i've had my daily friendly out i don't want to out him and dox him um <laughs> The, the place is called Hemispheres Institute. Okay. I wanted to give the name. Hang on. Um, and this is for remote viewing class. If nobody has heard of this, this is like um, literally seeing locations and, and pointing things out in your mind. John Vivanco and I forget what Heather's last name is, but they're, they're fucking really cool. I've done one class and basically remote viewing is like, how can you see like, like everything is multidimensional. It's not just we're on this three-dimensional plane. So it's like, they would be like, how do you remote view to the other side of the moon? Or, you know, the, in the military and in, in CIA have actually employed people. There's actually declassified stuff you can go read about how they would try and go, you know, pierced into like Russian bases or like vaults and mines, just crazy different places. So class is really fun. We've only done one, but the first day is like, okay, you get colored construction paper. And you sit down and you kind of like feel the construction paper and you're like, okay, this is red. This is red. This is what red feels like. And you have to get out of your body or out of your mind and into your body. And you're just sensing what color is because it's like a pure vibration of wavelength. So they go get into all these different ways you can kind of listen and sense and kind of build on that. And it's kind of like improv class for psychics in a way mm -hmm. to kind of tune your psychic awareness. But right. it's awesome. Like it's super fun. It's we've only done one class, but I would highly recommend doing it. If you Google uh, the gateway experience or the, the gateway, something CIA, you'll, there's a PDF mm -hmm. that they broke the guy broke it down kind of what everything is kind of going on and how to kind of like sync left brain and right brain or the mechanics of how it works. This is right. like the sixties and seventies, but it, that's, a, that's another thing. I actually looked at that too, where um, there's something with remote. I think it was a, it may be in that document, but there's something about our left and right hemis hemispheres. They're so terrified that if we are to learn how to connect all of the pathways from both hemispheres, like we do get our psychicness back. We get our, um, all those like sixth and seventh senses, whatever. Um, yeah, I tapping, believe tapping yeah. into the infinite of like yourself and right. like the universe at the same time. Like that, that's what this is all about. Yeah. And that's the revelation I had about the whole find, fun, train, future change agents. It wasn't just like MacGyver school. It was like, oh, wait, you can like sense and project. And there's a book called The Power of Eight. I forget her name, but she was like this crazy hard-nosed journalist. And she was like, I don't believe any of this spiritual bullshit. So mm. she was like, I want to find the data and test it. And she's the right. perfect person that you want to test it because she doesn't believe any of it. She's super right. skeptical. But then she started seeing and became converted because she was like, oh, my God, you can actually have people in different places 
focus on one intention and one person, you can actually heal the person post facto. Yeah. I forgot what her name is now because I ping these guys. Yeah. This reminds me too of like psychic surgery. Have you yes. dove? Yes. And that whole thing. So the John of God thing, I believe his name was. John, I don't um, know who that is. It sounds familiar. God, um, don't watch the documentary. It'll freak you out, actually. I mean, do watch it. But <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was kind of shocking to me that it was on Netflix. Um, I had read a book from Wayne Dyer, and he was talking about his battle with cancer. I believe it was um, uh, lymphoma. Or sorry, I just combined leukemia and lymphoma together. I, mean, I believe it happened now. <laughs> God, I know. I think he had lymphoma. Um, and so he was healing himself and he heard about psychic surgery. There was this John of God in God, I want to say it was Brazil. I, I'm getting yeah, this Brazil. kind of yeah. Okay. So he he did get the psychic surgery and, and Wayne Dyer said that he felt it and he felt com- like completely uh exhausted after like he stayed in bed for a week after, like he really felt like it was removed. Who knows? Um, that was in his book, Wishes Granted. He goes into it and talks about it. But then 10 years later or so, you find out that John of God was like harboring women in his basement and making them have children. And he was like selling the children and then killing the wives after they were done. This this is what freaks me out about right. all this shit with like, because I, I have friends or people I follow and talk to even on Twitter who are into like chaos magic and ceremonial magic. I'm like, what are you Ooh. tapping into? Right. Like, where does this come from? Like thermodynamics exists for a reason. Like I know it's like yeah. quantum, but you can't just like take from nowhere. I'm like, you right. Have to, have to receive. And I'm like, hey, well, what's the contract on that? <laughs> right. Right. And I don't know if you saw, so somebody had posted it yesterday, but it was like, oh, the first tattoo divine or sorry, designed by AI. I don't know if you saw it, but it's like this, it almost looks like it's an A and then it's got a cross in it. And the church of Lucifer responded back to it. It was like, wow, how cool that the first AI designed tattoo is a cigar we've been used using to contact this one specific demon. <laughs> and the church of Lucifer literally tweeted like, we've been talking to this demon for years. Holy shit. But it was an AI programmed tattoo. And this guy's just walking around. He's like, yay, I made a program like this tattoo. E2. I keep seeing this. What the hell is this fucking doll E2 thing? I don't know, but it's apparently. You can find it if you just search right. AI, first tattoo designed by AI. That's crazy. You know, that that's that's why I love taking pictures of street art in mm-hmm. New York. Because it's like, there's other sigils. Mm-hmm. And like, thing, I'm like the hell's really going on here and it's like, right. like i'm walking around in like medieval times with just a smarter more intelligent environment because like people just I walking mean, around kind of brainless and you know what's so funny is that for years i was like uh, this was when i kind of first started getting into the idea of reincarnation and i was like well thank god i didn't choose to be born in the medieval times because that sounds like really shitty especially for a woman um but then i i started looking into it and i was like it's like the same that it is now. It really is. It's just that we're not getting beheaded. But uh, yeah, I was like, wow, this maybe another thing was like, well, maybe I lived in that time period and I had a really shitty experience and that made me say, oh, I'm so glad that I'm not there anymore. (laughs) I've I've had nightmares where I'm like, wait, you guys have candles? There's no electricity here? I'm like, what the hell is this? That's so funny. this doesn't make any sense. It's like being stuck in high school because you didn't pass some stupid like English grade or whatever. You didn't turn one right. thing and that was like 
the butterfly flapping its wings to prevent the whole. You had to go back. It's like some what the fuck is that guy's name? Dude does Netflix movies. Um, we did Billy Madison. It's like some Netflix oh uh, Adam Sand- Adam yeah, it's like some Adam Sandler movie in the making basically. Mm-hmm. It, all of this. And, and that's where we can go into some really, really deep stuff, which I would love to just have you back for another hour soon, because I feel like we could just keep diving in. But um, there was, <laughs> sure. there was, yeah, there was this video that I was watching that was hilarious. One of my friends is doing um, just funny, like, uh, is it a bop or is it a flop? And he's going around New York, actually. Uh, if you see him, his name is Ricky, but he'll have his phone. He's like, bop or flop, uh, America. And people are like, flap, or it's a bop or whatever. It's, it's kind of hilarious. So this one girl that he was interviewing was like bopper flaw earth or something like that. And she was like, earth is the cosmic ghetto. What? <laughs> it was just, it was so funny because I was like thinking, are we here? You know, medieval time, whatever time relativity, whatever time period. Medieval is that what it times, is? Basically for like right. Are we in the cosmic ghetto? Is that why we're, we feel things this way as, uh, as opposed to like a fourth dimensional reality? Like, are we in hell? There's that, <laughs> there's that. Um, totally. Uh, Inferno. Right. It's like, is this actually what hell is? And we were in uh, heaven before. And like, what did we do to get here? And like you said, maybe I didn't pass Ancient. that exam in high school. It's like, did we not pass some spiritual <laughs> exam? Like there's so many different concepts and so many different ideas that we could just dive into with all of that but yeah i just thought that was hilarious that you'd like the the cosmic ghetto thing and i was like that I, I think funny. the world and the u.s gets a bum rap right now like if you go on twitter a lot of people talk about the pluto return of the united states so like one last quick like astrological thing we can like no please because i think i think we meant to to go into this a bit more is the astrology the astrological stuff and how the charts are all combining yeah. today yeah so so the it, it, when people talk about like happy birthday, that's called your solar return where the sun comes all the way back around where it was when you were first born. So every planet has a return. Mercury has a return. Venus has a return. Jupiter, that, that's what times the cycles, right? So Pluto takes like 248-ish years to come all the way back around. But Pluto is about like resurrection, death and rebirth, right? That's why the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, meaning planets coming together in Capricorn, the sign of like the patriarchy and the monolith, that's what happened in March of 2020 when everything went to shit, right? <clears throat> so the structure, Saturn, got destroyed by Pluto to be reborn now. And so we're kind of picking up the pieces, but it was the old, old, old way. It's Capricorn. Wow. Ancient, ancient. Yeah. So the astrologers, a lot of astrologers on Twitter talk about it's the death of the United States with the Pluto return. And I'm like, okay, the whole world is effectively dollarized right now through what's called the euro dollar system. It's not euros for dollars. It's the offshore shadow banking system where money, it's a medium of exchange, store of value, and unit of account. Banks are using debt as a medium of exchange, right? And sending it offshore so it's outside of uh, the US banking regulation. And it just keeps getting rehypothecated or reborrowed against to other places because it's you're, you're basically flipping the asset and liability side of a bank balance sheet. And because it's outside of the US banking system, the rules are more lax and it's based on the idea of the mm. dollar, not backed by anything, but backed by confidence. So right. that's what's infected the whole world as a product of World War II, right? Because the US said, look, we'll protect the trade routes, but everyone's got to buy dollars because if everyone needs dollars. It means we can print debt and we can send the debt overseas 
And it's basically free money. We can just keep fucking printing in perpetuity until people lose confidence, right? Like wow. make America great again, defund the police. Like that's the destruction of the intentional destruction of the system. But the problem is it's going to be manifest throughout the rest of the world, not mm -hmm. in the US. It's going to be remotely controlled and puppeted from here and pushed out. This is what Ukraine's doing right now. The Russia and Ukraine is like, that's like a third of the, the grain produced in the world or some shit. It's like some crazy astronomical amount. So it's not going to be the U.S. It's wow. going to be anybody else that gets transformed because everybody wants to come here too. Like, it doesn't make it. So all this stuff, I, I, I don't know. This is why I'm not very active on Twitter because yeah. people are really opinionated. They get pissed yeah. off. And I'm like, listen, I just don't. There's so many things, I, so many books I haven't read yet. I'm like <laughs> the science of ESP and like chaos theory and shit. Like, I'd rather do that than argue. The deep state. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, I have a domain I can give you if you want for that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I feel you. And I, I've, I've kind of recognized that as well as that when I'm on Twitter at this point, I'm, I'm tweeting my light and love and whatever kind of higher consciousness, love frequency stuff that I can, because at this point, I'm not really interested in getting into the opinionated. Oh, you're wrong. I don't I don't care if I'm I'm wrong. I'm probably am wrong a lot of the times. And I'm probably like to me, right and wrong is a very. Um, metaphysical thing you know i don't totally. know what is right you know it's like what is right in my human consciousness but i don't know what's above that right yeah. and so i'm just like at this point not interested in getting into those conversations like you said because for the last two years we were we were doing that and it's just like it's it's difficult sometimes um but but yeah that i i kind of lost my train of thought because i was just thinking like i i can't do it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I've, what did you say before? <laughs> the U.S. Pluto return. The reason I don't that talk one. about a lot of this stuff <laughs> on Twitter is I just don't want to get in the debates. And it's, right. Twitter for me is more of like an information collection mechanism. At this point, it's like kind of how I sort and filter news. Yeah. Because unless when you're talking about all these kind of things, unless you're following or kind of interacting with people who have the same kind of mindset, it just doesn't click for a lot of people. It doesn't. I remember having a very, I thought it was very calm conversation with somebody where there was no, I was not trying to be like, oh, like this is correct or whatever, but Hey, have you seen this or whatever? And I kept getting the people that were like, screw you. You're, you're stupid anyway. Or like, it must suck to be like that. And I'm like, they're just pissed to have time. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I, I mean, you can say all that. It's, it, it doesn't bother me at this point, which I'm proud of in my own perception of life but i was also like why why did we even go there <laughs> like you know you have time and it's yeah. like it's so low tension to do that yeah. like, there's no it's easy just to push a button and just and insult like yeah. and yeah, reflect like, yeah it's but then you know you wrap food delivery and like car delivery and or like you know a cab service or whatever with uber and like airbnb it's like everything is so instantaneous mm -hmm. that this is the other problem i have with the blockchain where if everything is all digital, I'm like, that's not going to be where the value is. It's a fucking real physical thing mm -hmm. that's rare and unique and actually has like a psychic or energetic imprint into it. Yeah. Like find an old tarot deck that was, you know, used and cared for by someone who was like a shaman. Oh, that yeah. thing is like, that's, that's like powerful, you know, holy like relic. To me. And then it's that makes you. Too. Right. And that makes you think of that. I, the first thought that just came to my head after you said that was the Vatican holding on to supposed Jesus 
artifacts and imagine uh, all the relics in the in the basement, like all the crazy esoteric occult shit they have. It's like right. Just imagine touching any of that. No wonder it's like, oh, uh, like we can keep power. You lose your soul. Probably have that. I mean, God knows what's really right? going on and what's happening. I mean, the catacombs. We we have no idea, dude. Uh, and and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> especially with new people that like I'll talk to you or like girls yeah. I'll date or whatever. They're like, <laughs> like what? Like they don't. They're they just freak out. They're like, are you gay? I'm like, no. I'm like, listen, this is like psychic because they because they. Think How is it, it the first thing that comes? Because people who go out and party a lot and they oh. like, you know, they're, it's, 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 it's an old, it's a, the New York kind of mindset of like, so funny. No, it's fine. Whatever. Look, yeah. whatever you want to do is all good. I'm like, listen, no, like yeah. occult just means like secret knowledge that's been like passed down and hidden oh. because if you give this to anybody, it's like giving a shotgun to a baby. It's like, they right. don't, like, like the whole chaos magic thing. Like people talking about throwing spells on Twitter and shit. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm curious to read about it to be like, okay, how can I defend against it and understand how it works from like a a physics standpoint? Right. You're playing with fire and fire that's like multidimensional that you don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of ego stuff where it's like, oh, I I love uh, horror movies. I'm a witch. Uh, No, you have to be so level headed to do magic and to understand. What's I can't even watch on? Black Mirror episodes. I'm like, this Me is either. coming true. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I want to sleep tonight. I'm like, I don't want to like, you know. And haven't you heard too that Black Mirrors, I just learned this actually after I'd watched some of the episodes, but a Black Mirror, if you get one of those, they're, they're, they're called something else. Black um, Mirror. That, that, that literally is a, uh, a mirror reality mirror. The so portal. it is like, yeah, it's the portal for demons or darker entities. So if you, yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. I, what? Yeah. Netflix yeah. or Amazon. I want to forget which one it's on, but it's like that's they're the all thing. coming true. It's, yeah. It's it's the the monolith that we're projecting shit through with our phones and screens, and it's like, and it's like it's the A, it's the algorithm, the little A sign from the um, what do you call it? the the digital AI tattoo deal? Oh yeah, that's single. Yeah. Monolith used to be the church, but now it's the 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 AI that's trying to take us over and make us all homogenized. So right. at some point, we may have to have a sunspot to just like nuke this whole damn thing. And then we start yeah. over again. Right. And oh, God, that's so interesting. Cause I actually, um, I know it's in this, one of these little categories right here, but I've got, of course I found like a Freemason Bible from 1927. That one was cool. Whoa. Yeah. I, that? So I actually found it on eBay. I, I, so this is, this is not it actually. This one is just like a regular Fre- Freemason Bible that I found, but I've got it downstairs. Um, but I have that one. That one's really interesting. And then there's also this book that I don't know which, um, oh, there it is. Um, <laughs> Confessions of the Illuminati. <laughs> I'm going to buy this shit. Confessions. Right. Confessions of the Illuminati. That one I actually learned from a guest that Alex Jones had on. I have yet to dive into it, but it it really is all that. that this guy was apparently in like the darker parts of the Freemasons. That's why I kind of pointed the Freemasons out first. Um, Cause you know, there's dark and light in all things, but he was saying how he was a part of more of the darker side, the Illuminati side. Um, he's written all these books, like confessions of the Illuminati. He's been trying to share what's happening for years. Um, people have discredited it as usual because anything that Alex Jones has, it's so polarized. Um, but that's what he was talking about. It's like you, we might just have to nuke this, go off grid. It's all the stuff we've been talking about for years too, where we need to learn how to grow our own food. 
um, make our own clothes, just kind of go back to these basics and not lose those art forms because it could just implode on ourselves. So it's important to have that balance of like enjoying it while it's here, but also don't forget about just being human, which I think a lot of people want us to forget. That that's what the the big challenge the next 10, 20 years is going to be is what does it really mean to be human? And Mm -hmm. this kind of brings us all the way back with like the digital transformation part where it's like the young generations, especially going to want to integrate and do like the neural link Elon Musk thing, whatever, it's fine. But yeah. the, there, there has to be a way to bridge both and not right. just be like, you have to do one or the other. And right. Have it be a choice still have all of yeah, those have like autonomy, body autonomy agency into what's going on. And that's what I think the push to get taken away is, but that that's why I have hope for people right. like us doing this podcast, right. Very coincidence, the flip side, whatever you want to call, you know, the podcast, but it's that, that that's why I was happy to come on and do this. Cause I was like, okay, cool. This is, and the way we, we can, we can do this in the next one, but the way we elected the time for this was like literally trying to find the right point in time to bring the message out to the right people to kind of like, right. you know, not like all oh, love and light or whatever, but like, no, it's, it's, there's the darkness, there's the light. There's like, how do you find the balance between, you know, the good and the evil or, you know, mm-hmm. people who are into the dark shit aren't always dark. They're always, some of them have the power to go to the depth yeah. the transformational part to bring the people out back to the light or bring the light to the dark. So it's right. not just one or the other. Like you need both to kind of make it make it work. One hundred percent. This can be kind of like a, a lighthouse or a beacon to do. I love that. And look at us too. Uh, you know, say we're weirdos, whatever. But at least we can be the people who notice things first, because we've talked about this as well. As like you're an observer, you were noticing what was happening before with the patterns. And I tend to be that same personality where um, I'm just kind of looking around me more so at the people in my life and people's mannerisms. I love psychology. So that's like my, my backbone of like what interests me. And, um, yeah, just like you said, you notice something before other people do. So maybe we're touching on something that won't have any credence later, but if it does, then happy, we warned you, (laughs) happy we brought it to the surface. Right. Only show people the door and they're going to have to walk through it. And at some point they're going to They'll either fall through it or they'll get pushed through it from the others who are like, oh, shit, we have to get out of this burning building. Right. And it's just like you just get swept up. (laughs) Right. And um, so lastly, I know because I I could keep you on here, like I said, for (laughs) hours and hours and we'll just we'll let you get back to your day and all of that stuff. But I do want to mention, too. So Algorithm does um, astrology chart readings for anybody who is willing. And I actually had. Uh, bought one from him. I can't even remember when that was now. Do you remember? Was it in December, January? I think it was like a year ago. Was it a was, year? Was it? I thought it was definitely <gasps> last year. Was it that year. long? I have to see. I, have to, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a while. Right? Dude, time goes quick. Time, time does like go quick. Right now. Totally. Okay. Thank you. So this is confirmation that if you're feeling like time is going very fast, um, listen to algorithm. I was feeling that way. And he's, yeah, it is. It feels like it's going substantially faster. I, I don't really understand. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm uh, at algorithm, A-L-G-I rhythm, R-H-Y-T-H-M uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm building a tarot deck right now, a street art Oracle deck. So like all the things I see that are like messages. So anybody can kind of pull cards and like, check it out. That's Love coming that. out in summer. I'm rebooting the whole astrology part to go to basically cater towards high net worth individuals who kind of want discretion, but Mm -hmm. they're kind of like dabbling into it. So 
Readings are still cheaper until that goes. And then what's going on? It's a bunch of stuff. I mean, right. get all your shit done before the end of April. The, the elections are great for right now because everything starts going retrograde and then we have eclipses and yeah. it's going to get chaotic. It's going to get a little bumpy. Yeah, I kind of... I- spicy I, right i kind of remember the the notes that you sent me too where it's like until may or something for aquarius uh early, yeah end of april early may because the eclipses hit april 30th okay may 15th and then the eclipses in the fall one of them happens on election day for the of u.s course fucking nuts yeah of course they did that they're like yeah just this day on the like an eclipse out certain politicians that aren't pulling the line I mean, Jeez. once you start looking at this, I'm like, I don't even question it. And people who are like, you're wrong. I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. <laughs> right. Like, you're so smart. <laughs> right. That's how I, I feel. I don't, I don't even argue with people because I'm like, I believe in logic. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how's your intuition? I'm like, how are you feeling right now? What do you want to know how I feel? Scorpio people. I'm like, dude, I'm like, all my ruling planets are in Scorpio. I'm like, trust me. I can like fucking, I get it. I understand. Right. Like, Just let, let it go. Know, release yeah. it it's gonna that's, free you that's and and that's the whole kind of theme right now too of like the uh jupiter neptune in pisces it's like release all like let it go it's fine like if it doesn't work listen if you're all in relationships right now and you know and it feels like get the fuck out it's gonna be <laughs> like the divine counterpart that's like your other half not like right. this whole twin flame bullshit whatever that was like you know, I fucking know. God, dropped that was- in there that was going on for way too long when people be like, I feel like I met my twin flame. I'd be like, just give it six months. <laughs> Please it's stop just, saying that. It's like the the cheap cupcakes you buy out of the grocery store kind of right. like but mentality for like astrology. But no, this is like, what's your mission? What are you building? And who's going to help you do it? Like, it, that's how simple it goes because it's, it's purpose. And by the time we're like 70, it's going to be like we're 30 again. Like we're going to double our lifespan easy. Yeah. I was thinking that because you know how, uh, so I, I will say both of us are intuitive beings and there's been something where I, I think the most transform, <laughs> I know <laughs> not to be, not to be egotistical. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> so this is like coming out of like the spiritual closet of like, okay, totally goodbye. A friend of mine was like, dude, you're psychic. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, this is making, I'm like, I don't fucking have visions and shit. I just kind of like pull all no. these things together. Right. But, but what's so funny is when you do kind of tap into this, it's, it's almost just, it, it's human and we've forgotten. That's where I kind of go with it. Um, it's probably, you're right. It's probably the most human thing is yeah. tapping into your intuition because you're connected to something beyond you that you know is there that's kind of guiding right. you. But it's like, we cut all that off. Right. We're so synthetic at this point now that it's yes. like, I think you're onto something. That's what it means. Right. And so, um, yeah, not to be egotistical by saying, I believe we're both very intuitive people, but I've had this, one of the most transformative concepts, thoughts, realities that I've ever really integrated into my life is the fact of mortality. So when I learned, right. So when I learned to no longer fear death, because for a while there, it was very traumatizing for me. You know, I think we all can go through that. And it's, it's very oh, yeah. scary to think about. And um, when I started to really work on that, and I say this being like, oh, yeah, I've transmuted this fear. It's, it's like, a practice it's, that you, it's a practice. Yeah. It comes back and forth. And um, but anyway, just even that thought, I was like, well, you know what? I don't know why I get this intuitive feeling that 
I'm, maybe I'll live to 200. And I know that that sounded really, that sounds really wild, but you just kind of validated that thought of being like, we're going to double our lifespan. And I'm like, I totally believe that because based on all of the knowledge that we have, whether it's combining holistic practices with modern medicine and tech, it just doesn't make sense why that wouldn't happen by the time we're, we're seventies, eighties. Yeah. All of these things are going to come. I mean, not to be morbid, but like a lot of what I think the impetus for this mRNA tech was mm-hmm. is they made a cost benefit decision that we're going to start seeing a lot of medical issues over the next two to five years, but it's going to create demand for new therapies for when, so when Pluto changes signs into Aquarius, when Uranus goes into Gemini and those two guys trying, Ooh. we're talking about electric psychic energy and right. positive flow with death and rebirth. Wow. Like, Fucking weird Ray Bradbury on crack wow. kind of stuff coming out. Cause yeah, I mean, even if you put an Aquarius and Gemini together on anything, it's like crack. It's, it's yeah, like but conversation but crack. The planets of transformation and, and like electric insight and revolution wow. together. Wow. Is so, a whole, I mean, what's gonna, the, the, 2020 was the overture for the whole decade. Right. Right. And if you want to talk about time and think about like cost benefit and how much time costs, think about the earth is like four and a half billion years. They say old, it was four and a half billion ish. So you say, keep the math easy, four and a half billion years old. And if the war, and if, the, if we have like eight or 9 billion people on the earth right now, you're talking 2020 alone mm-hmm. costs two whole earth lifetimes wow. in people time. Four and a half billion years by two to get 8 billion people or 9 billion. Wow. Wow. Like, so that's orders of magnitude. That, that's exponential change in time. You don't get that back. And it's still right. going on. People are still locked down like, all over the world. So it's, that's, that's what we walked through. Right. That was the sacrifice. That was the payment of whatever this kind of weird, esoteric, occult, crazy shit thing going on. Like whatever, who knows? Truman Show. <laughs> right, right. And I thought about that too. I'm like, to think that I have chosen or, you know, there's all these, that's a whole other thing here. choosing yeah, yeah. this life or whatever, but being born into this era where I have lived through this, this two-year period of just, nope, like time is not of the essence. Um, globally, I remember feeling so locked down metaphorically and spiritually too, because where could I go if I even wanted to go anywhere? I couldn't Everyone, even escape anywhere. The, the, the idea was like one-tenth of you are going to die. We don't know who it's going to be. The math told us, the algorithms told us. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're all going to yeah, so, be so scared. But not everybody had the money or the resources or the support right. group to like sit and meditate or like right. talk to right people. Like domestic dispute went crazy. Like drug abuse went crazy. Also now right. dude, doing ayahuasca and shit. And like, mm-hmm. we like cut that shit back over this next month or two, because oh. what's going with Neptune and Jupiter and Pisces and Venus, like, People are going to lose their fucking minds. They're going to have bad trips because it's just, you, you don't have control. You're, you're, you're putting the planet of expansion with the planet of boundlessness and they're both home and these old ass wow. gods fighting each other. Like, go ahead if you want to do it, but caveat emptor, you know. No, I'm so glad that you said this because um, I've, I've never really been like a plant medicine person or like a psychedelic person. I've dabbled. Um, my very first experience ever was, well, I had like smoked some weed and I went to college, SCAD, <laughs> art school. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's art school. It is what it is. LOL. My roommate, the very first week was like, 
have you heard of DMT? And I was like, no, I've never heard of that. And they're like, well, if you like weed, you'll love DMT. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm an art school. I've always wanted to like do a psychedelic. Well, your girl was introduced to probably the most, you know, right. I don't know how ayahuasca is. I haven't done it. So I don't know if it's above that or uh, same or whatever. Kind of like Alex Jones. adrenaline, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I did DMT. That was the first thing I ever did. Um, like? Honestly, I am so glad I didn't know what it was because I now looking back, it was such a beautiful experience. It was only 30 minutes. Um, I didn't know you're supposed to lay down and do all these you know, special things. We were on an abandoned golf course in Savannah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's amazing. Right. Abandoned Dude. golf course had our eyes open. Um, I remember, I don't even know, like all of that hadn't even really tapped into my reality yet of me being interested in it. Um, you know, I liked my like zodiacs. I was like, I'm an Aquarius. That's really all like I had gotten Freshman into. Year. Right. <laughs> literally, literally. And so I remember feeling uh, I was walking on this golf course and it was kind of this putting area. So there was a dune. And I just remember <laughs> stepping over the dune and my legs feeling 50 feet long. And it was just like oh, yeah. no depth perception. I was seeing colors that I'd never seen before. And the only way I know how to describe it is like this version of teal. But like in my head, I was perceiving as like, I've never seen this color. It's like pure electric light or something. Something like, was happening. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And you'll love this part. My experience was looking at everything and it looked like Tetris building blocks or bits Whoa. or data or something. And I saw my friend. So it was my roommate. And then the guy who made the DMT, you know, he <laughs> 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 was great. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so he's laying down. He like obviously had done this many times. So like me and my roommate, which I think she had done it once before. Or, or maybe that was her first time. She'd always wanted to do it, whatever. Um, we were walking around. He was laying down in the dune. I saw him disintegrate into the earth and then pop back up into bits and bots and building blocks. Whoa. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I'm Dr. Seuss today. In the flow. There I am. And it was so wild to me because it made me realize that whole consciousness uh, reality difference. <laughs> do you know the date? Whatever that is the date. Oh my God. Time. Um, I would need to look back at when my first year started. Cause I do remember it was that first weekend. So it was either one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday on the date and time. And yeah. we can look at that on your chart. I should be right. super interesting to see what the chances were doing. Cause it's some kind of like Uranian trine where you were like the perfect time where like the lock yeah. the cosmic lock and key were just like click. It was so that that was such a good way of putting it because it was like some sort of door was open for me that I, if I had known what DMT was about, if she had, had explained it more, I would have been like, I'm not doing that. Are you serious? Wait, just wait, me. Where are the gremlins and the goblins? When, when are the alien guys coming out? Like, you would see this right. crazy shit from like oh, Joe Rogan or whatever. Right. I would have been terrified. There's just no way if I, I had known more. So I'm very grateful that I just kind of went into it blindly and, and naively, but um, long story short, I'm so glad that you gave that warning about ayahuasca, not to take a whole story to get back here, but take a month uh, off. Right. Um, <laughs> I was, I, my whole year this year and, and speaking to about how algorithm does chart readings, like I'm, I'm trying to get everybody to get one because it was one of the best readings I've ever had in my life. Um, I, I remember you telling me, and I can't remember what it's called. There was that part of my chart that you, you call it almost like the kitchen sink. Is that correct? Um, there's, it's like this little, 
triangle thing or uh, the kitchen, some something like that. Um, I remember it having to deal with home and family, but you were saying like, look, your chart's going to get to this point. And if you've had a really like shitty time with relationships or people not treating you well, things are going to to really change for you. And you're going to start to understand what you deserve um, for yourself or with other people. And I can't remember what that little marker was called. Oh, Chiron. The wounded healer. Yeah. Wounded so like healer. the pain is the medicine, essentially. Let me push right. back the doing a fast lookup. Love it. My friends will call me. What the hell's going on in the sky? I'm like, hang on. I'm like, <laughs> Hold on. I did your reading a while ago. Let's see. It was, where is it now? Okay. So it's Chiron transiting your 11th in Aries. So 11th okay. is like friends, right? Gotcha. But it's also, okay. So it's basically, it's like the pain and the lessons are the medicine, right? Because Chiron was like the centaur guy that he got wounded and he had to heal others to heal himself. Mm. So that's kind of like an interesting point to kind of look at in your chart. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually it's kind of like when we do a reading, it's kind of like, what is the 80-20 rule? Like sun, moon, rising. How does it all kind of break down? Look at the eclipses, like massive sync points of like, okay, here we go. We're putting the gas on. Mm -hmm. And then you try and look out like, either a year or a few years, depending on like, if you're 27 or 24 ish, you have a sudden return coming up, which is like the quarter life crisis. So like, where does right. that hit? What does that mean? What can you expect? What are the challenges going to look like? And then as you get closer to like 33 to 40, mm -hmm. it's the nodal return. And you kind of have like the 33 Christ year or whatever, where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, now I'm like actually like an adult, but with like right. 10 years experience, you're like, fuck it. What do I really want to do now? Not just kind of like party and do drugs or whatever. Right. It's like, like shit's getting kind of creaky when I move around. Like I got to like, Gotta do yoga now or something. You gotta make you have to, <laughs> to actually kind of like grow into that kind of like maturity, right? So that's and what I like to do. I, and I love that too. And what was so wild is I had got I kept getting that feeling because I was so sick of finding my place, finding myself in these relationships that were just so not serving in any healthy way. And it was bizarre. It was just um, I was almost like being a mother or a caretaker. And when you had told me that, I was like, I'm going to keep this in my mind because I feel like the relationship I was in at the time when we did the, the natal chart, it's, it's at that point. Like, I can't do this anymore. And so I remember like seeing that that was about to approach. Of course, everything just happened naturally. Um, and that it did does, end. Yeah. yeah, as it did. And then that yeah. ended naturally. Um, but what I went into this year feeling like is, okay, all of the things that I am almost fearful to do because I had this thing of, uh, I've been reactive to fear. The entire planet has been reactive to fear the past two years. I'm making Program. 2022 everything that is fear-based. What can I do? So, um, of course I jumped out of an airplane, did that kind of stuff. Skydive. Highly recommend it. Awesome. Highly recommend. Thank you very much. Highly recommended it or recommended to everybody. Uh, definitely changes your perception <laughs> on a lot of things. Um, but I had initially speaking of ayahuasca, this is finally tracking back to the, to the point <laughs> I was going to make right Aquarius. Um, I was going to go for my birthday this year, February 3rd, that week to do ayahuasca in Costa Rica. And something happened where I was just like, it's not the time yet. And so this just happened like right now. Uh, so I haven't done it. So, okay. Yeah, but I was Were you supposed I supposed to go to Costa Rica now and you did this instead. So I was supposed to go to Costa Rica in February, but okay. it was still with my theme of like 
I'm going <clears throat> balls to the wall of what I haven't tried yet. And so, you know, ayahuasca has been the thing that's been kind of scary to me because I feel like at this point I'm, I am in a good headspace and I don't want to do anything that really unleashes some, some stuff that, <laughs> you know, that, that changes everything for me, but, um, you know, maybe you're going through your sad in return right now. Speaking of which, like it's almost, it just passed. It's going to retrograde back over. Oh, okay. Oh God. <laughs> but Venus is on your midheaven. So this is like the perfect day and time to do the real serious shit. Cool. Cause that's Venus how it's on your midheaven is like, how do you be perceived and be appreciated and loved oh, for cool. who you really are? Cause it's the highest point of your chart. Yeah. Sad in return is like, do the work, do the right thing. Don't go do drugs in coast, not drugs, but don't do yeah. plant medicine in Costa Rica you know, whatever. <laughs> right. And so that that's right. That's what's so funny is that I pushed it back to just be like, Hey, like I have my deposit in so I can pick the right date, but it's so funny that you're like, okay, just don't do it around this time. And I was like, that's good because I was thinking about pushing it all the way back to like maybe October, November. We'll see. I'll, I'll check yeah. with you with the dates. Better. Um, right. But it's so funny. Eclipse windows. Right. Okay, cool. Good, good stuff to know. Um, but what's hilarious about you telling me this right now is that, um, I have a plan to climb Mount Kilimanjaro in July. So nice. when you're talking about how it is this, like just doing everything that I need to do to be that full version of myself, it's so wild. And, you know, people can say that astrology is just for funsies or whatever, but it it is wild to know that, I didn't necessarily have your reading in the back of my head, like, oh, I'm going to correlate my experiences with this. But now just talking with you, it's like, oh, it's just it's just working out that way. It's in and, there. Yeah, and it's mean, in there. That That's that's the goal, if possible. Like, so I, I ran I still run a consultancy, but it, it's <laughs> things are rebooting everything right now. But what I do is I, I would map out what my write offs were going to be. Okay. It's like you can spend money on training or gear, or whatever, and do get, get real tax advice. Don't take whatever I'm saying as like I'm an accountant. So just like be clear. But I would I would basically spend what I was gonna make so I could like mm -hmm. optimize my tax bill with like I want to learn negotiation or like astrology shit or whatever. And then I need to buy a new computer, but you could kind of budget all that. And then right. I would map all that out over the year of what the astrolog astrological transits were gonna be because like if it's Mercury retrograde, you don't want to buy tech. You know, if it was going to be some crazy Neptune transit, it was like, I'm going to go to like this astrology thing. And it's going to be like timed at the right place with kind of like, okay, getting in touch with like the, the intuitive or the psychic side. And this is how I like to do it. Most people kind of, some people go crazy because it's like, it's too much. But when you get into this and you start learning about yourself, you can actually kind of back test or kind of look back at the transits from how you grew up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things start to make sense. And it's not like a planet caused this thing, but it's kind of, mm -hmm a mirror image of kind of what was happening down here. Mm. So, uh, so to, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, a good way that I could express this too, is it's almost like the blueprint of your life, but then you still do have some free will and some. It's a map. Uh, you can take the main road or you can go the back way or you okay. can go like the Alex Jones way and totally YOLO it. But you know, you, you can choose how you want to do it. And it's just like with the, the Buddhist saying of like, you know, you can learn through pleasure. You can learn through pain. Mm. Suffering is optional love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's a, I feel like that's a really good place to end. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to, I just was realizing I was keeping you over your 15 minutes that you were saying. Oh yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs>
I think this is a good place to end though. Cause it's been what two hours almost now. I can't even believe it. It's crazy. Right. I know. That's why I was like, Oh gosh. But I was like, how, how perfect to end with some Buddhism, <laughs> some Zen lifestyle. That's, that's another like good potential podcast episode title or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Right. Okay. So last thing I'll say on topic of this is we had had a little uh, message back and forth discussion about this of like, you know, the last two years kind of to hone all of what we've talked about in on this podcast, we were just saying it's time to just do all of the things that we've been wanting to do. Like you said, your tarot deck, um, me climbing a mountain with your quintessential essence with who you really are, your true nature. Do that now. This right. next month, like announce it, get it started. Like, um, I think his name is Marin Altman, Alt- Altman or Alton. Um, she does astrology in the crypto shit, but she was talking about this on YouTube about like, get it out. Cause elect- yeah. clubs are coming retrogrades are coming i'm like oh yeah it's right like all oh. like, this is the time just like get it started get it announced like at least put the energy out and to get going and then it can grow and you can finish it later in the summer or the winter or whatever but just now's the time this is this, this transit with jupiter neptune hasn't happened like 160 some odd years crazy it's awesome it's the best yeah especially if you're yeah. into, like the spirit side of things like there's no time like the present just and i say that to myself where i'm like i have a huge whiteboard behind this thing too where i'm like getting everything mapped out. I'm like, okay, it's got to go time to do it. Right. Right. I, I, and I had that too. When you were like, Hey, does Tuesday work? I was like, you know what? I don't have anything set up for this podcast yet. It's been in my ether of for two years being like, I've got to do my own personal podcast. And when you said Tuesday, I was like, correct. It's Tuesday. We're starting 10, 15, 10 30. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Like, like we're going. Sure. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you want to be, you know, you wanna, I want to be in, intentional as possible with everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay especially as like the inaugural kind of first episode, you know, you gotta, gotta go big. Gotta Gotta go big. I love that. So again, to end, this is the, the man, the myth, the legend algorithm. He's one of my favorite people to talk to like such a weird little parallel universe that we live with each other scad. And then now we just of Twitter spaces of being centered, but not, and then coming back through Astro and right. That's how it works. Here we are. So um, again, you guys can find Algorithm uh, at Algorithm on Twitter. You guys can get chart readings. Uh, he's going to be offering some other stuff soon with the tarot deck. Um, maybe things I don't I don't know yet that are in his ether that he'll put out soon. <laughs> some uh, meteors from the side just randomly coming in. Love it. Love it. There better be some. <laughs> There'll be many. I, I don't even know yet. I'm just kind of like, holding on for the ride at this point. Same. And we're just flowing. It's all we can do. Awesome. Well, Flip, thank you so much for having me on too. I was like, I was so honored to be the first guest and to kind of hopefully kick this off the right way. That's why I wanted to to cast a good chart. I was like, no, we got to do this right. And like energy in motion to kind of like go on this big grand kind of like spirit quest, you know, minus the plant medicine. And that's, that's your thing. You can do it later, but like, you know, the digital spirit quest. You heard it here first. Just postpone, postpone your plant medicine. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. God, it it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Again, like I could talk to you for more and more hours. We have to like cut ourselves off. We're both air signs too, you know, a little Libra Aquarius (laughs) action. Talking. It's our bread and butter, and that's cool. Um, Find someone you can talk to and like connect with. It's like, oh my God, this is like freeing. Freeing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Having to like text people who just text all the time, but are kind of like, I'm like, dude, 
just fucking call me. Like, let me just talk <laughs> to you. Like, let me just speed up this interchange. I'm like, it's so, so tedious. It's also the tiger year. So it's like, rawr, I'm not feeling it. Like, get your shit together. Like, if you're wasting my time, can't. <laughs> yeah, gotta pounce. Pounds. Yes. All right. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in on the very first episode of the flip side where we talk about everything metaphysical, alien, whatever the fuck lives on the other side of this reality. We're here to talk (laughs) about it. So I'm so honored again that you are here and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day algorithm. Awesome. You too, Flip. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye.